show wherever you may be steve brown when geeks collide we're back with volume three episode two uh following up from last week which was a bit of a mini episode um mini episode i was at, i was uh aiming for 10 minutes and uh it went uh, about 35 but uh, this week we're uh, coming to you from uh the man cave I guess you can call it. I live on my own, so I don't know. I guess the whole place is a man cave. Because it's filled with toys and collectibles and has comics on the wall and all that nerdy goodness. That's what you're here for when geeks collide. You know, last week I didn't really collide with anyone. This week I'm not really colliding with anyone. Solo show. But uh, later on, we're going to have uh, take a little break and we're going to have Logan Savage with a movie review he's going to be reviewing it that's right the uh the last action hero kung fu logan savage one of the founding fathers of this podcast throwing his two cents in with uh, a movie review so uh, that's still to come uh just right off the bat a lot of uh some feedback from last week people uh enjoying the show, which is cool, uh, like I said, it's just, a like a test, uh, lots more stuff coming up, lots more, uh, well, I guess, it won't always just be me, uh, but it's gonna be, it's got some good things, I, I, I got the bug, you know, like, uh, finding the time to do this with everything on my plate, you know, I work a full-time job, professional wrestler, uh, I'm on wrestling with myself, you know, um, we got Sunset Crypt happening, I've been writing my, a couple articles for that, uh, it's my first time actually kind of writing any, uh, sort of article, or watch, or really writing anything since high school, um, but I said on the, on uh, uh, wrestling with myself that last week I would have an article, uh, it's just about done, and, uh, as soon as it's done, it will be up on Sunset Crypt, and uh, I will uh, share that via Twitter. Uh, that's uh, WGC Network on Twitter. Uh, that's for When Geeks Collide. We're also on Facebook and Instagram, When Geeks Collide. But, um, yeah, uh, this week uh, I want to talk about uh, Scalpers, the dreaded action figure scalper um <laughs> it's funny i'm not going to be like complaining about like you know someone buying something and selling it for a little bit more i get that it's a business the, the, the collecting has a uh, a certain uh, you know you you're usually paying a little bit more i get that that's not what i'm talking about uh, just, it'll be certain, uh, how do, how would I say, certain just, uh, examples I can give of interacting with, uh, scalpers. Uh, I don't know, maybe because I subscribe to the, uh, the Walmart belief of, uh, you sell it a little bit cheaper, enough to make some money, and, uh, you know, you can create, uh, you know, you can get customers from seeing what, you know, your price is a little bit lower, they might buy more. Anyways, we'll get to that. Um, just trying to think if there's anything newsworthy to come out uh, this past week. Um, I guess we had uh, the Emmy Awards were last night. Uh, I didn't watch. All I know is that Peter Dinklage, 
uh, one best actor in a drama, so that's pretty cool. Uh, yeah, I'm trying to think. We talked last week about Joker. Joker's coming out in a couple weeks. Uh, Rambo Last Blood came out uh, this weekend. And uh, next week, Logan Savage will be having his review of Rambo Last Blood, which uh, I'm looking forward to hearing because he... Uh, Logan Savage has the ability to explain something to you, and he explains it so good that, like, even if you never wanted to watch it in your life, when he tells you about it, you're like, damn, I'm going to go home and I'm going to watch that. Uh, but yeah, uh, this weekend, uh, had a couple wrestling shows, uh, championship wrestling from Ontario, uh, was on Thursday night and Sunday, I, uh, teamed with, uh, Wade Allen, where we are known as the designated hitters there, and, uh, we won both of our matches, and, uh, then Sunday evening, I went to catch, uh, the last half of Alpha One Wrestling, uh, their big show, and I got to see, uh, it was the King of Hearts tournament, I got to see, um, Team Impact Wrestling, uh, Ethan Page and Josh Alexander, the North, the Impact Tag Team Champions, also the Alpha One Tag Team Champions, uh, teaming with, uh, the Impact World Champion, Brian Cage, as they took on, uh, Fight or Flight, who, uh, Seem to have earned their spot uh, spot in Alpha One, which is pretty great. Uh, they're the NSW Tag Team Champions. And uh, the Alpha One Wrestling Zero Gravity Champion, Trey Miguel. Uh, that match was great. And uh, then it was Scotty O'Shea, the hacker, taking on Kobe Durst for the Alpha Male Championship. It was a great match. Uh, if you guys... Uh, follow independent wrestling be sure to check out uh, independentwrestling.tv uh, that show will be up there pretty soon uh, you can also find NSW shows on there you can also find some of the other shows uh, I work and uh, some of my friends work we work uh, uh, Pro Wrestling Ontario is on there uh, I think Demand Lucha is on there Death Proof Fight Club is on there uh, lots of uh, Lots of uh, footage. Uh, you can go on there. You can search. You can, if you're wanting to see, you can search Steve Brown, and there's matches come up, or Scotty O'Shea, Ethan Page. It's really cool. Uh, but yeah, uh, just gonna take a quick little break. Uh, again, will be like no time for you, but it'll be maybe a couple minutes for me. And when I come back, we're gonna talk about action figure. Scalpers. Uh, yeah. So, uh, just give me one uh, second and I'll be right back with you. Alright, the back. Uh, how, uh, how was that? Eh? Was that nice and long or was it instantaneous? I'm assuming it was probably instantaneous. Uh, so, yeah, what I want to talk about this week is um, if you follow me or listen to this show or know anything about me, I am a action figure collector. Uh, I currently, I collect a few things. Um, I collect Marvel Legends. I collect uh, classic WWF Hasbro action figures. Uh, those I collect, uh, I've always uh, loved those figures. But I listened to uh, the major wrestling podcast that uh, Zack Ryder and Kurt Hawkins of the WWE have, and they did an episode of the history of Hasbro action figures, and I was just literally listening to it like, oh my god, tomorrow I'm going out and buying a Hasbro action figure, which I did. That figure was Marty Jannetty, and uh, it started a bit of a sickness. I uh, have quite a few of them now. I think well over 40, close to 50. And I have a lot of the retro Mattel ones. Uh, I have mo a good number of them. They're, uh, they, it's weird, because here in Canada, they came out uh, 
Series 1, Series 2, Series 3, no Series 4, no Series 5, no Series 6, no Series 7, and I think Series, no Series 8, and Series 9 is in stores now. Uh, that's like Gold, uh, Samoa Joe, Randy Orton, and uh, Macho Man, and uh, we, so we've had a gap. Uh, makes it a little bit harder to find, but uh, that's not what I'm talking about. Um, that's not what I want to talk about. We'll get to that another day. Uh, so I also collect Marvel Legends and I collect uh, DC Multiverse figures. Uh, I also have a small collection of DC Superpowers figures from uh, the 80s. Uh, I kind of am just trying to slowly collect all of those. It's going to be really tough. I got a, a few. Um, but what I want to talk about is just action figure scalpers. Now, what I'm talking about are people that they'll go to a store. They hunt these figures down. They'll go. They'll buy all of them. So they could sell them for double the price, and I get it. Hey, listen, this is this is Canada, you know, this is North America. Make money, you know, it's, it's legal, whatever. But I'm just fine. I have an issue with um, such a high markup. Uh, it's like I listen to, I uh, follow a YouTube channel called Toy Galaxy. And they do reviews, and when they do reviews, they always end it with, if you see one, pick one up, and if you see two, leave one for the next collector. And that's kind of how I feel. Uh, I do toy shows, and I uh, sell stuff, and I've never super marked up anything. It's like, this hobby, you know, there's... A hobby of collecting action figures there is a community of people like I'm on tons of groups on Facebook people trade you know they sell stuff and it's fair prices there's people like hey I'm at Walmart and they have let's say they have five Mr. Sinisters does anybody need one you know stuff like that like that's great but then you have these people that don't they're not even really collectors they just latch on to something that's hot and then uh, just kind of buy it in, like, the hopes of making money, uh, you know. And this is this has gone on for years. And I remember uh, with, like, Star Wars figures in the 90s, uh, the Power of the Force 2 collection. And, like, when there was, like, slight variants, like, uh, long lightsabers, short lightsabers... A short lightsaber and a long saber tray, like ridiculous stuff, and like the prices would be insane. I remember looking for Obi Wan Kenobi and Princess Leia, and not being able to find them anywhere. And then going to like toy shows and combo shops, and the prices on them were ridiculous. And it makes me laugh because. About four or five months ago, I went to a toy show and I bought a bunch of Power of the Force figures for five bucks. And one of them was a figure that I remember in my early teens, this figure being super hot, people like upping the price so high. And like now you can get them like so cheap, like... There's a table at a toy show I go to. The guy has Power of the Force figures. It's uh, $5 each or 5 for 20 You know? It's pretty much buy four, get one free. So stuff like that's like really... I don't know. Like It's always kind of bothered me. Like uh, I do um, toy shows. I usually do them with Ethan Page. And uh, I don't know if you watch his blog, but he's recorded when we've been there, and uh, we always make a joke that we're undercutters collectibles, because, like, we'll, like, have stuff on our table, and we'll have a price for it, and it's not ridiculous, 
and then you go like a few tables away and there's the same figure for double the price and the thing that drives me insane is people are buying these from them like why would you pay double for something I get there's uh, the fact that it's hard to find but what I've learned is with stuff that's hard to find if you're just patient you'll get it at a good price uh, like, there's a few legends, like, I, to be honest, I, when I started collecting Marvel Legends, I wasn't really collecting them, I, like, just kind of would see them, and I'd be like, oh, that's cool, like, I see ones I like, and I'd just buy them, and I didn't really open them, and, uh, if I saw them cheap, and they were pretty cool, I'd get them, but once I had moved back to Hamilton, uh, I was hanging out with Ethan Page more, and we just started, like, getting lots, like, it's, it's pretty crazy, like, the amount he has, and now he, like, gets stuff sent to him by Hasbro, uh, it's insane, like, like, how many, like, Marvel Legends, on my Instagram, there's, like, I have, like, a picture of my shelf, and there's, like, barely any there, and now I ha I'm running out of room, I have, like, a backlog because I like to open my stuff. I have a backlog of figures in the package that I haven't opened yet. Stuff I wanted to film reviews for. Just, again, life gets in the way. But I'm going to be doing more of those. Any, Anyways. It's just... Like... I was hunting for a brown suit Wolverine. It was in the Juggernaut Build-A-Figure wave. Uh, if you don't know what I'm talking about, a Build-A-Figure is, with a wave of action figures, each figure comes with a piece to build, like, usually a bigger character, or it's just an extra character, um, and this particular one, it was, uh, Wolverine for Juggernaut, had Juggernaut's head, and I was looking for it, and I'm looking online, and it's going for like a hundred dollars, like, insane, and I'm just like, I got to this point where I'm like, I'm never going to be able to build Juggernaut, I'm never going to find this Wolverine, so just give up, and I gave up, and then one day I was at work, and I was on my break, and I'm just checking Kijiji, and I'm like, oh, wow, someone's selling a Wolverine, and it was like 25 bucks, I went, I messaged them, got it, it wasn't in the box anymore, it was still in the tray, but it wasn't in the actual box it comes in, and it had to build a figure piece, and I jumped on that, and I got it, because I opened them, I don't care if it's in the box, and yeah, after that, that was the point where I was like, okay, I got to like, be a little bit more patient, it never really works, uh, when, uh, when the last X-Men wave came out uh, with Forge and uh, I believe it's the Caliban wave with Gambit, I was, like, obsessing about it. Like, I was full autistic over this. Like, just obsessing that I wasn't going to get, ever find these and <laughs> all this ridiculous, like... There's Jubilee and Beast, and, like, the first time I saw them out in the wild, it was at a toy show, and the guy had 50 bucks on each of the figures, had 60 bucks on Beast, 60 on Jubilee. I was just like, this is, this is what's going to happen. This, I'm, I'm not getting any of these. I'm not going to find them. They're too hot. Now they're popping up. You see them everywhere. Uh, you don't really see Beast or Jubilee. They're kind of a hotter figure, but... Everyone else you're seeing, uh, like Gambit is everywhere. I never thought Gambit would be a figure that would just be there. Um, but yeah, um, so a, a more so reason when I refer to a scalper, I mean like they just take everything. They go to the store and they just pick everything. Like <clears throat> I saw. One day, I was at uh, a Toys R Us, because here in Canada they're still open, 
and uh, <coughs> excuse me, um, I walked by the Star Wars aisle, and they had the the retro collection. Uh, it looked like about a case of them was on the rack, and I walked by, and it was close to closing, and I went and looked at the legends. I left, but I came back the next day, like early on, with and I had my daughter with me. And we walked through, and the whole thing was picked. Now, people could have had um, come and, you know, someone grabbed this one and someone uh, grabbed that one. But I guarantee someone came, saw them, bought all of them, and then was right away trying to sell them. Uh... Again, I saw the, that same wave, and it had everybody, it was about two cases, it had everybody except the Stormtroopers, because people like the army build, I see the Stormtrooper being pretty hot figured. Um, I just find it crazy how, it's like, it reminds me of Beanie Babies back in the day, and how there, you go to like shows, like collectible shows or card shows, and they'd be selling... Beanie Babies, and there'll be, like, these grown-ass, like, 50-year-old guys with all these Beanie Babies. It's like, you know, you know you're just doing it, like, you're buying them just to sell them, like, like, you're not, you're not a collector, you're just figuring out what's hot and doing it. It's like when a concert comes to town or a wrestling event and all these tickets get bought up by these bots for scalpers, you know, like... I bet you, I bet you half the time when a wrestling event, like a WWE's in town, scalpers don't even know, I bet you half of them don't even know what wrestling is, or like, who's on the show, or who the current champion is, like, hey, I'm just gonna buy these tickets, I'm gonna sell them, and I'm gonna sell them for more than they, uh, <laughs> a lot more than they can go for, but, uh, you know, I don't even really know the point I'm trying to make. I, I think it's just more just a, a pet, pet peeve of, like, jacking up prices, you know? And there's a couple guys at toy shows that I talk to and I've, I think I have a good rapport with. And they'll be selling stuff, and they'll be like, oh, I have this crazy price on it. And it's like, listen, man, I know you got that for cheap. Like, and you make them an offer, and they're like, no, no, I can't take more. And then, then you just watch, and it just sits and sits and sits on the shelf or their table and they're never going to sell it but then part of me thinks like maybe there's collectors that just up the price of their stuff like maybe they're getting pressure from like their uh, wife or you know like their their partner their significant other and it's just like hey you got too much stuff get rid of it so it's like we'll go and I'm going to go to the toy show but I'm going to mark everything up ridiculous so when like people come, they won't really be interested, if they are, end up paying that, you make a little bit of money, but at the same time, you're going to stay, have most of your collection still, and then you can go home to your wife or significant other, or your partner, and just be like, oh, I'm sorry, hon, I, I, I tried, but, uh, just, I guess, no one, no one was interested. Um, <laughs> but yeah, um, uh, so I probably would do that. <laughs> uh, another another big example of uh, just like scalping in general is uh, you'll just I don't I would never pay more um, than like maybe forty bucks for a Marvel Legend. Uh, cause I open them and it's like, I'm not going to get much resale value if, if I were to decide to sell my collection one day when it's a loose figure and, you know, um, it's like, if I, if I were doing it and I had to like mark up, I'd be like, okay, just say we paid retail for it. Marvel Legends like twenty nine ninety nine, so plus tax you're looking at about like thirty three fifty or something. Okay, so you get that and you have a figure and then it's like pretty hot. You know I could see 
selling that for 40 bucks. You know, you make your money back and you make a little bit. But guys that sell them for 70, 80 bucks, like, and like I said, month after month, the same stuff just sits there. Nobody is paying those prices. And if they are, like, you, you must have a problem. Like, you have to be like how I was with the X-Men wave and just kind of obsessing over them and you just you, you're like a completist and you have to get it right now because there's no person in their right mind that would pay double like retail for these figures like when they even they haven't even really hit I can see if something's been out a couple of years and it's a lot rare to come by I, can, I get that more but like something that just came out and like like I said, these X-Men ones, I see, you see them everywhere now. Every Toys R Us you go to, they have them. EB Games has them. <clears throat> They're not, it's not, it's like, you just, like I said, you're obsessive and you have to get it. And I honestly remember seeing them for 50 bucks and be like, thinking like, I'm probably going to end up. I'm probably going to end up paying $50 for Jubilee or Beast or Gambit because those were the three I wanted more than anything. Actually, Forge was one I wanted more than anything, but I also knew that he probably wouldn't be so popular, which is kind of true because I, I always see Forge, I always see Gambit, always see uh, Skullbuster, Blink, you see the odd Weapon X. I've never seen Beast or Jubilee in store at all. The one I own, the two I own, I had a friend pick up for me from Toys R Us because they work at Toys R Us. Uh, you know, like, I lucked out that way because other than that, I, I wouldn't have, uh, I wouldn't have found them and I'm, probably would not have bought them because uh, I'm not going to pay that uh, those crazy kind of prices. But um, there are like some figures currently that I've been like I have to I have to get them and I'm just kind of was thinking like they're completely like unreachable unobtainable it was, I called it uh, my holy grail, and uh, it was four figures. It was uh, the Spider-Man Build-A-Figure Lizard Wave uh, Mysterio, which by far is still and was one of the hottest figures, still is. Uh, I remember putting two of them on hold at EB, uh for myself and Ethan Page and then going back and they were gone. Someone had put them back on the shelf and they were both gone. Um, so Mysterio, uh, Yondu from Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2, another one I held in my hand and I did not get, uh, the Silver Surfer and Thing. Now Silver Surfer and Thing, I've only seen them for like 70 bucks 80 dollars and I'm like I'm, I can't pay it and I love like the thing figure is amazing and it's like number one on my like list now my list is non-existent I have obtained the Mysterio who I bought for over 60 dollars but I I had said I made I was at a toy show and I'm like if I make this much I'm good and if I make it another like seventy bucks after that then I'll buy the Mysterio and I made it and I got the Mysterio so he's first off the list then on eBay which I kind of stayed away from because sometimes shipping costs is ridiculous and just sometimes it's just the fees are kind of not so, but there was Yondu. He was in an auction, and I and I won him. 
and it was like he's about twenty four dollars, and with shipping it was like four, just a little bit over forty bucks, which to me is great because on the last blog Ethan Page posted when he's at Fan Expo, he shows a video of the Yondu for seventy dollars missing the Build-A-Figure piece, meaning it's not even mint, it's been opened for $70. So I got it for just over 40 with combined shipping. So I'm pretty happy. Scratched off the list. Then on a Facebook group, someone had figures they had up for trade, and one of them was Silver Surfer. And I saw that the person was looking for the X-Men Retro Storm figure, where she's dressed in her like 90s, they call it like the Jim Lee outfit, what she wore on the uh, cartoon. And I had multiples. Uh, I'm going on about scalpers, and they're like, I had multiples. But I intend on selling them at the toy show for non-scalping prices, just to let you know. Um, and I said, hey, would you trade Silver Surfer for Storm straight up? And he said, yeah. And uh, so that trade has been made. Uh, and I'm just waiting on the arrival of Silver Surfer. And last but not least, Thing, the same seller I got Yondu from on eBay was selling Thing, Invisible Woman, and uh, Invincible Iron Man, the Doctor Doom Iron Man. All three Walgreens exclusives. <clears throat> uh, they were up for bid on auction. Uh, I ended up getting them for 80 bucks uh, for the three of them. Uh, with shipping, it cost me about $96 for three figures, one of them being super hot, like the Thing figure. So I am currently just also awaiting the arrival of Thing. So... Now my uh, grail list is uh, non-existent, and uh, so yeah, I have to uh, find some new ones that I, I desperately need, but uh, just to put a pin in it, uh, the topic of uh, uh, scalpers, uh, Again, it's a necessary evil. I understand people, you, you buy stuff, you gotta mark it up a bit to make your money. I get how it goes. I I truly understand. But these people that buy so many of them and are selling them for 80 bucks, they sit there for months. Like, no one's gonna buy it for that. Like, the thing, oh my god, I don't think, I saw it a few times. I wanted to pre-order it and I forgot, and when I went to pre-order it, they told me it was too late and they had already been shipped. So, I kind of snoozed and lost on that one. Nowadays, I pre-order everything, even if I'm not going to end up wanting it, just in case I pre-order. Just to be safe. But, um, yeah, uh, it's just the craziest thing to me, like, you know, if I had something and it's, like, worth a lot and I met someone who was a collector, like, and I could tell it was, like, a genuine collector wanted to, uh, you could tell that they weren't going to buy it and, and sell it themselves or flip it. They, they generally want, like, I'd probably be like, hey, you know what, give me what I paid for it or give me what I paid for it an extra ten bucks, you know? Um, yeah, so I guess that's kind of my, uh, my little expose here on, uh, on, uh, the, uh, world of action figure collecting and scalping. Uh, maybe, uh, I'll give an update, uh, if, before, before the show, uh, before I put the show together, if, uh, anything arrives, I'll, uh, add that in, uh, but, yeah, that's, uh, 
pretty much all I have to say about uh, scalping. I don't think I really got my point across. I think more so I uh, am rambling. But, uh, you know, hey, it's a podcast. I'm talking about nerdy stuff. I'm going to take a quick break. When I come back, we'll go on about some more nerdy stuff. And, uh, yeah. So, again, it's going to be instantaneous because we don't have uh, commercials or anything. So, just uh, give me a few minutes or instantaneous milliseconds, alright? Alright, I'm back. Did you miss me? It was maybe, I don't know, two or three seconds? Uh, going forward, maybe I'll put uh, some ads in between uh, stuff. Um, but before I move on to, uh, we'll move on to Logan Savage's review of It Chapter 2. Uh, just a quick update. Uh, today, actually, I received, at last... You may have seen me uh, retweet, uh, retweeting, tweeting about it. I have finally received my Marvel Legends Walgreens exclusive Thing action figure. And I couldn't feel more happy. I know that sounds so lame. I got to work. I get stuff delivered to my work. I got to work and uh, I'm working obviously. And then I just see a mail, uh, the mailman come in put two boxes on the desk for, and, uh, yeah, then my boss brought him into my office, uh, <coughs> sorry, I got a bit of a cold, um, yeah, so I got the, uh, Invincible Iron Man, which is essentially Doctor Doom, uh, the Sue Storm, which, the Invisible Woman, which I'll probably, uh, sell for a fair price, because I'm not a scalper. And finally, Ben Grimm, The Thing, Marvel's Thing, completing my Fantastic Four. This is a great figure. It was last year on everybody's top ten uh, Marvel Legends. It was number one on everybody's list. Not one list did I watch and something else was number one. He swept it. He won every award. He he was the best, and now he's mine. <coughs> and I'm the proud owner of a thing action figure. Uh, so yeah. Also, I got um, from the same eBay seller. I won uh, Maria Hill from the uh, Agents of Shield three pack. Uh, great figure. I like, I open that up, really cool figure, it's loose, it's a Lucy, uh, but they all will be, uh, I'm just gonna put it on this shelf with the, um, in the MCU section, so, cause that's what I have, I have my Marvel Legends separated because I'm a big nerd, and, uh, since I bring it up, they're separated into the following categories, X-Men characters. Spider-Man characters, which is essentially Spider-Man, some of the Spider-Verse guys, I have the Punisher in there because he debuted in Spider-Man, and uh, Spidey's villains. Then I have the MCU section, which has gotten so big that it's been split into two, so it's MCU uh, heroes, and then the next shelf is MCU villains. And then I finally have just Marvel Comics, so Avengers, Avengers, like the villains, just anyone that's not Spider-Man or X-Men. Then, in a separate uh, display case, I have my 90s era X-Men. So currently I have the completed X-Men blue team, so it's Wolverine, Psylocke, uh, Beast, Gambit, Cyclops, Jubilee, then I have Professor X, then I have the gold team, Archangel, Bishop, Iceman, Storm, still need that Colossus from that two-pack with uh, the Juggernaut. I, I'm kind of waiting to see if the price drops, but at the same time I'm seeing less and less of them. So I might have to jump on that soon. 
and uh, the Jean Grey, which is coming out in uh, a three-pack with Cyclops with the coat, brown coat, and uh, a Wolverine with like a battle damage mask, um, bone claws, really cool. Uh, also in the same 90s era, I have a section, oh, Forge is there too, because he's kind of the gold team. Then I have um, the X-Force figures I have. I have, uh, who is it? Who, who do you get? Uh, Cable, uh, Shadowstar. I have to open Cannonball and Boom Boom. Then I have Multiple Man, and then that will be filled up by Havoc and Polaris when they're out. And then I have the villains that were mostly, like, 90s era. Um... Yes, but I'm, I am running out of room, so I think I'm going to have to uh, journey over to a uh, local Ikea and uh, get myself a couple detoffs. But, uh, yeah, uh, <laughs> enough about uh, my obsessive Marvel Legends collecting. Uh, right now we're going to go to uh, the last action hero, Logan Savage, and uh, his review... On It, Chapter 2, the Stephen King classic, It, Chapter 2, based on the book, based on the movie from the 90s, the made-for-TV movie. Uh, so yeah, uh, Logan Savage with his It, Chapter 2 review. It's Logan Savage back for another review. Today we're reviewing It, Chapter 2. It's a sequel from 2017's It movie. That's right. See, back in the day, Stephen King wrote a book called It. Then they did a miniseries on TV. Way back when... You weren't home when it was on, you missed it. And guess what? I missed it. So, I was really excited for this new It movie to come out because I really didn't want to go back and watch that old one because it looked kind of cheesy and it just didn't look good to me. Tim Curry looked creepy and cool as a scary alien clown, but I wasn't going to sit through I don't know how many hours of that miniseries just to watch a couple of scenes with Tim Curry banging it out as a clown, right? So, very excited for it, it, it just it, the movie. That's going to be hard for me to say over and over. But that movie <clears throat> took place in the 80s. The book, it was the 50s, but in, in the new movie, it was in the 80s. And the movie was just so creepy. I loved it so much. Uh, the guy playing the clown, uh, Skarsgård, I, I don't know his first name right now. He killed it as the clown, right? He, Georgie and all that shit. That was great. I loved it. Makeup was on point. Special effects were on point. Story was great. The kids were great. I love this movie. It's really good. I even brought my daughters to go watch it. After we watched it, we were like, ah, there's no tits and dicks, so... They, they can they can handle it while well, they, they watch most of that movie like in our armpit pretty much uh, hiding away from the screen and everything but over the years they've really enjoyed it they've watched it again and it's not so scary to them even though it's still fucking terrifying some scenes well now it chapter two comes out and i'm super stoked and i'm just gonna have to say it's really good. I was really impressed with it. The the uh, older actors playing uh, those, uh, you know, the older actors playing the younger kids, whatever, they did a really good job in casting these older actors. And even some of the actors even acted exactly like the kids acted from It Chapter 1. So they did just did a great job all around. Andy Muschietti, the director, he's killing it, right? This this movie looks fantastic. 
Um, my only, my only, my only concern really is that it's really not as good as the first one. The first one's great. I wouldn't say great. It was really good. The second one is just good. You know what I mean? Uh, there's some key moments that are, that really stand out. Like the creepy old lady really stands out. Um, we, uh, you know, it's, it's really just not up to par to the first one. I was, I still left the theater very, very hyped. The, there was definitely more creepy clown stuff. Uh, the ending, they, they, uh, they did, they did it a little bit different than the book, but still really good. Um, Bill Hader, that guy cannot do wrong right now. He is killing it. He was awesome. Awesome as, uh, I think it's, uh, Richie. Um, yeah, I'm not going to remember all the names of the characters. So yeah, I've been hitting the head a few times. So, uh, yeah, uh, don't blame me for that. But in the end, it chapter two didn't really live up to my expectations only because the first one is so goddamn good to me. You know what I mean? So I say, if you're a fan and you like It Chapter 1, you're going to like or love It Chapter 2. But you might be disappointed because it's not as good as the first one. You know, I'm a little like back and forth on it. It's good. It's but it but it it was missing something, you know? And I can't just put my finger on it exactly. But hey, if you like scares, if you like being scared, going to the theater, getting scared and all that stuff, it's a great movie. Great movie to go watch before Halloween for sure. For sure. Give it a shot. Why not? Or wait till it comes out on, I don't know, whatever it is that you watch movies on now. DVD, Blu-ray, um, I don't know, online somewhere. But definitely check it out. It's definitely worth the watch. Um, I'm, and uh, I'm going to give It Chapter 2 a great old big 80s action thumbs up. Alright? Okay. Geeks out. Back to you, Steve. Great stuff from Logan Savage. Don't appreciate the language calling us fuckers, but... Hey, whatever. Uh, anyone else play the drinking game of how many times he says it? Because if uh, you were, you would be hammered. Because he kept getting it. Yeah, that wasn't funny. But yeah, no, that was uh, his review of It Chapter 2. A little quick mini review. Uh, he's going to be on the show soon. Uh, we'll be doing some episodes together. Uh, lots of stuff coming up. I'm going to try not to say, uh, and, um, so much. Uh, <laughs> there, there I go. Uh, lots of stuff coming up, uh, going forward. Uh, if you can, if you're, uh, looking for something, uh, fun to do in your spare time, be sure to check out sunsetcrypt.com. And, uh, you know, you can link the podcast from the website there. Uh, there's a few articles up by, uh, Jeff Smith. It's got a couple up about the, uh, those, uh, retro Star Wars figures that I was talking about. Uh, he dropped that recently. He has a article talking about also, uh, Dark Phoenix, um, that awful, awful movie that even though I have not seen it, I can tell it's awful and it's time to just let, uh, the Fox X-Men universe die and let's bring these uh, bad boys into uh, the MCU. Uh, so maybe that's a bit of a segue for uh, next week. I'm going to be uh, sharing some of my thoughts uh, of who I want to be in the MCU when the X-Men come in. Who will play Wolverine or who should play Wolverine? Gambit, Cyclops, you name them. We're going to be going over it because, listen... The House of Mouse bought Fox. It's only a matter of time now before 
X-Men are in the MCU. Especially with the loss of Spider-Man recently, they're going to they're gonna need the X-Men. They're going to need the Fantastic Four. I actually think Fantastic Four probably will be in first. Uh, that's just, uh, I guess, my prediction. And uh, you know what? If, we, if we've got some time next week uh, after we do... Uh, fantasy casting for uh, MCU X-Men. Maybe we'll uh, fantasy cast the MCU Fantastic Four. Hey, maybe news will break before we even get to next week and we won't have to fantasy cast it. But, uh, yeah, I don't know what else we could dive into. Uh, lots of stuff coming up. Like I said, check out sunsetcrypt.com. Follow Follow us on Twitter, Sunset Crypt, Instagram, Sunset Crypt. Uh, we're ourselves, When Geeks Collide, is on Twitter, WGC Network. Uh, on Instagram, When Geeks Collide. Facebook, When Geeks Collide. Uh, YouTube, When Geeks Collide. We got some toy reviews on there. Uh, some of the older podcasts are linked. Uh, what else we got? Uh, a top 10 list, top 10 Marvel Legends list that I want to see. Came in a year ago. Uh, this week, uh, um, maybe, yeah, I'm going to try to get it done this week. Uh, top 10, <clears throat> some more top 10 lists of Marvel Legends I want to see. Also, some action figure reviews. I got some, uh, some DC Multiverse I want to get in there. And, uh, lots of Marvel Legends. And, uh, yeah, I think uh, for this week, we can put a pin in it. Uh, I want to thank Logan Savage for, you know, sharing that review with us. Uh, next week, he's going to be reviewing Rambo Last Blood, so that should be good. Uh, some of the shows coming up, we got, uh, you can see me uh, this Sunday in, uh, I, I thought it was Oshawa, but it's Curtis, Ontario at a flea market. I'm not quite sure. You can find out on alpha-1wrestling.com, all the info going into that. And then, uh, on October 12th, uh, in Burlington, I will be on Pro Wrestling Ontario teaming with my good buddy, Hacker Scotty O'Shea. We're going to be taking on AC Coca and Johnny D in the tag team match. That should be fun. Day after NSW, no thanks needed. Uh, main evented by Alessandro Del Bruno taking on Brett Michael David. We're going to have some more info on that com coming up in the future. Uh, lots of shows. I'm on Instagram at uh, Renowned Crusher, Twitter, Renowned Brown. Uh, Facebook, Bone Crusher Steve Brown. Lots of big things coming up. Thanks for the support. Thanks for the listen. Share, uh, subscribe, tell your friends. We're just getting started. More content coming your way. Steve Brown, When Geeks Glide, Geeks Out. Have a good week, everyone. Talk to you all next week. Peace.